to the pages of the Quran Sharif, we arrive to the conclusion there are just two types of lives. One is <coughs> a life of fraud, opulence, personal reasoning and understanding, indecent behavior, and all this giving a democratic good front. The front must be good. Outer appearance must be appealing and attractive. The other life is a life of honesty, of truth, shame, decency, respect and dignity. And to cover it up all, one single word, a life of submission. So the first life was the life of Shaitan, was his preference. And after, followed by Karun, Fir'aun, Samud, and Hud, uh, Ha'ad, etc. These were the forerunners of this life. And the forerunners of the second life was Adam alayhi salam, Nuh alayhi salam, Ibrahim alayhi salam, Musa alayhi salam, Isa alayhi salam, up until Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Thereafter, the Sahaba kiram, Siddiqeen and the Oliya. Allah ta'ala, doesn't force anybody to adopt any single path. So they now najdain. You've got an option to follow this path. You've got an option to follow the other path. The first path is the path of human reasoning, understanding, and what appeals to the human understanding and reasoning. And the other path is the path that may not always be appealing to the human reasoning, but it is the path of Allah Ta'ala, His Rasul's Biya righteous and learned people of the past. <coughs> then Allah Ta'ala throws the option to man that I've shown you both. You want to you want to go on this line. You have got the right to do it. You've got the option to do it. Got the right. And if you want to go on this path, you may go on that path. But I'm warning you that you go on this path. It's a path that's wrought with disaster, problems, and difficulties. Sahaba Kiram, when they heard the verse, "Omay yuridillahu ayyadiyahu yashrah sadrahu lil Islam, omay yurid ayyudillahu yajal sadrahu dajikan harajan kaanama yasaadu fi sama." When Allah Taala wishes to guide someone, then Allah Taala opens his heart out. His heart is open towards submission. Whatever Allah Bak says, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to embrace. I'm willing to accept wholeheartedly. Though it may not be appealing to my reasoning my understanding, my personal discretion. All I need to confirm is this is the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I will embrace it and I will love it, I will enjoy it, I will have no qualms, no reservations, no hesitations. The other part Allah says, is the part that is subjected or dependent on human reasoning and experience. So this part is a part, Harajan, Dayyikan, he's feeling closed, tight all the time, constrained all the time, as though he's made to climb up the skies. Can you imagine now what a difficult task it is, that you have to climb up to the skies, and there's no way you're going to do it. So how constrained and how constricted the person feels when he's made to do this. So the one path, and Allah says, Ulaika lahum dar. For these people, he is the best abode. The best abode is for these people. Now, the best abode in the hereafter, it is confirmed, you know, but it's the best abode in this life as well. Not only in the hereafter, our Rabb is most kareem, he is most generous, he is most compassionate. He will not postpone the rewards only for the hereafter. The rewards he will begin to enjoy from this world. will give him an enjoyable life in this very world. So in the hereafter, the life will be definitely enjoyable. And in this life also, the life will be enjoyable. Provided the iman is right, the conviction is right, the reasoning is right, then this life also becomes very much enjoyable. Man may ask that this life is a life of exertion. So don't do this, don't do that. Ramadan, don't do this. Don't get into a fight, don't get into fraud, don't get into interest, don't rob, don't cheat. So there's so many do- don'ts, don't do this, don't do this. And you say that in spite of not doing all these things here, there's still going to be enjoyment, happiness, 
prosperity is theirs. So the promise of Allah Ta'ala, أُولَائِكَ لَهُمْ عُقْبَدْ There's going to be enjoyment, there's going to be fulfillment, there's going to be happiness. But all that is required of us is respect and believe Allah Ta'ala. Believe in Him. You believe in Him, you have that faith, you'll see it yourself. The simple illustration is, imagine a person is taking part in the marathon, marathon book to Durban, right? And he's just about 200 meters away from the finishing line. <coughs> He knows that the next person that is coming in is one kilometer away. And now he's giving it his best because he has to break the world record. And he knows he's coming out first. So uh, the gold medals are going to come. The publicity, the worldwide publicity is going to come. The big, big conglomerates that's going to buy him off afterwards. He doesn't have to work for his lifetime. So all the perks and all the benefits that are going to come with it, he's going to give it his best. Now you tell him at that time, Bhai, what's the need to exert and stress yourself? Still... This time, you can do it with ease, don't stress. He'll consider you to be the worst enemy. You are jealous of me. I'm going to finish this line here. I'm going to break the world record. I'm going to get this type of publicity. I'm going to get the type of gold medals. And you're jealous. You don't want me to get this. So that person that is working with that conviction, with that faith, with that understanding, he understands that that finishing, like I'm going to just finish that line. And there I'm into pleasure. And it is the promise of Allah Ta'ala, لَهُمْ دَارُ السَّلَامِ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ وَهُوَ وَلِيهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا بِمَا كَانُوا يَعْمَلُ For them is the house of peace. Peace surrounding all over. You are greeting each other تَحِيَّتُهُمْ فِيهَا سَلَامِ Greeting other, each other with salams. Then you're meeting malaika. مَلَائِكَةُ يَدْخُلُونَ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ بَابِ سَلَامٌ عَلَيْكُمْ What a joyous occasion. Malaika meeting you and with salams. Then... <coughs> To crown the whole thing is Salamun Kulam Mir Rabbir Rahim. You're getting salams from Allah Ta'ala direct. One is the mutual greeting, one is the greeting from the Malaika, one is the cherry on the top, is the greeting from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, salamun alaikum. So salams all over. La yasma'una fiha wala ta'asima. And so peaceful, unlike this world. Here if there's ten joys, joyous occasions, there's something to create some agony. This person is sick. Son is not right, daughter-in-law is not right, father-in-law is, is, not, is for a problem, that business is not working out, health is not right. If there is no problem also, then there is a problem also that this life has to come to an end. That is a great problem in its own. So you can't call this world a Darus Salaam. This world can't be Darus Salaam. It's not an embodiment of total peace. That embodiment of total peace is the hereafter. So it's happiness through and through. There's nothing, not even, you won't even listen to something that is hurtful. Nothing is going to hurt you, nothing is going to be painful, nothing grieving. So that is real Darus Salaam. And then, when you're given that assurance, that Allah Bak says, I'm happy with you, I'm pleased with you, never to be displeased with you. What else do you want? The greatest moment of the, of the Jannati will, that, will be that moment when Allah Bak will announce, I'm, I've declared my, my happiness for you. Never to be displeased with you. If that Jannati, with Allah declared for him that he lived forever, his heart would have burst in excitement and enjoyment. Allah Ta'ala has declared eternal pleasure for me. What else do I do? Then one is the cherry over the top, and the cherry over the cherry is this. Then the blessings of seeing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَجُوهُنْ يَوْمَ إِذِنْ نَادِرَةٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهَا نَازِرًا And you're looking with Allah Ta'ala, looking at Allah Ta'ala directly. No problems, no difficulty. You will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like how you're sitting and relaxing in your place and you are looking at the 14th full moon. Any difficulty incurred? Absolutely no difficulty. 
you're looking at Allah Ta'ala direct. So it's peace and peace right through. So when you know about that house and you know about that abode and you know it's a certain thing, it's a reality, your name will be announced in the mahshar on the day of Qiyamah, assembled in front of everybody, that this person is a Jannati. Now there's not going to be any problem for him. What an honor. Yeah, for that gold medal, we'll die, we'll cry, we'll break off stories. But this one here, this is a real medal. Salamun alaykum bima sabartum. So this is that actual house of peace. And before this, or other than this, you cannot talk about a house that is an embodiment of peace. So it's a total house of peace. So the best end in the hereafter, and this life also becomes really enjoyable. Just that you can't see it, but you go through, you experience it. And the other life, the life of Fir'aun, Harun, Shaitan, Iblis, etc. All, it appears to be enjoyable. It appears to be attractive. It appears to be very exciting. But ask the person about the grief that he's going through, the pain, the anxiety, the worry, the stress that he's going through. He just shows a good front. But inwardly, it's zayyikan haraja. It's tightened. He's squeezed. He's in constraint. In spite of the earth being so spacious, he feels still constricted, his mental turmoil going through his mind all the time. So Allah is saying that I've given you the choices, you make up your mind. Now, in order to traverse this path here and to get into Jannat, right, to traverse this path and to get into Jannat safely with security, the one requirement is identify the goal. Identify your goal. What's your goal? What's your objective? What's your abode? The more you're going to relate to your abode, the hereafter, talk about it, talk about the greatness of Allah Ta'ala, talk about the abode that you're reaching, and all these things may become insignificant. No matter how thrilling, how exciting it may appear to be, but when you are convinced about that, Darul Akhirah, Darul Akhirati Khair, Allah is saying repeatedly, this is better. Wa it's eternal. This is temporary, just in a transit lounge. Now someone goes and invests in a transit lounge, bringing hundreds and millions of food, good, etc. Say, why are you wasting your time? You're wasting your time. So this is nothing more than a, tr- a transit lounge. But just that the people of the world made it appear as something very exciting, very interesting. Rasulullah uh, was concerned about this. Azumat, ummati, dunya. You attach a lot of importance to this thing here. Then the importance of the hereafter will leave your hearts. So what we're supposed to be talking about, what we're supposed to be investing is the hereafter. Talk about it. Talk about the greatness of Allah Ta'ala until that sinks into your heart. Now, there may be one question that comes to mind. Right? How do you make out <coughs> that you are working in the right direction? You know, you're traveling on a road that is unknown, not, not known to you. You're not, uh, you're not acquainted with the road. So you want to have some indication, some sign, some... some uh, idea that no, I'm on the path, I'm on the cause. You want to know. Otherwise you think you're going in circles and at the end if I realize that all my efforts were just to go around circles really you will be, you will be definitely disappointed. So how do you make out that your direction is right? That your aim is right, your goal is right, your direction is right? So the Sahaba Kiram radiallahu anhum had asked Rasulullah the very same question that what is the indication of Shara Sadr? When Allah wants to guide someone, Allah opens his heart. Then submission is nothing. Humility is nothing. He understands that he is sand, he is returning to sand. If someone saw him or abused him, he doesn't think much about it. I am sand. And Allah is reminding me in the pages of the Quran, خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ تِينَ خَلَقَكُمْ مِنْ تُرَابَ I created you from dust. I created you from mud. So I am dust and 
what is the property of dust? What is the characteristic? People smash it, they jump on it, they break it, they, they, they trample it. But the dust still remains dust. It still gives you the same look. It won't pull up its face. It's not hurt. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I am dust. When I am dust, so if someone compliments me or disgraces me, I am still dust. His compliments will not give me more jannat. And his disgrace will not, me, will not take me out of jannat. So why should I be moved with the compliments over the disgrace? If it is that there is another God, then yes, I must be moved with the compliments over the disgrace. But when Allah is one, is the same one, and his compliments or his disgrace doesn't mean anything. Insulting or disgracing or compliments and whatever else, congratulations, mustn't mean much to us. As long as we can, we can ensure and assure ourselves we're on the cause. So now, how do you make out that you're on the cause? So Sahabi Kiram, that was the concern that was the worry, and they presented their concern to Rasulullah said, Ya Rasulullah, what is an indication that we are on the cause, our hearts have been opened to Islam. Anything is said, our hearts are just taking it straight away. We don't feel the reservation, we don't feel the hesitation. Ibrahim alayhi salam, slaughter your one child. No reservation. If Allah tu'mar, Ismail son, do as you've been commanded. Whatever you command, Allah, you must just command. I'm not worried about anything else. Not worried about the change, not worried about the benefit. I must just confirm it's your command. Abashiri sabirin. Allah says, those who are constant, firm, sometimes we, under, we misunderstand the meaning of sabirin. We feel, oh, when you, when you pushed in the corner now, can't do anything, must make sabar. No, that's not sabar. When you have full control, just for the pleasure of Allah, you hold back yourself. Emotions, your feeling, your sentiments, you hold back just for the pleasure of Allah. You have got the control, you have got the power to do things. But it's not my discretion. It's not my brains. It is the command of Allah Ta'ala. What does Allah Ta'ala want from me under the circumstance? It is summer coming now. Imam Sahib made some announcement some weeks ago. that now, Fajr Namaz is going to be earlier. Please, we are seeing five and a half serfs. That must continue now to seven serfs, inshallah. Say Amin at least. So, what's the indication that you are really on, on cause? So, the first indication is that your whole concern is the hereafter. Your whole concern, your focus, your fikr, is about the hereafter. When your focus is this world, right? Every day you are doing your audits. Right? This business here, that branch, and that investment, is it right or not right? Why didn't you pay the rental? You can't sleep over it the whole night. Ten thousand rand you have to pay, and he's not paying me. So that's the concern that we have. We consume with that figure. But if it was that the akhirat was the concern, hey man, I missed out my zikr this day. I missed out my Quran sharif today. I was a little bit sulky with the person. I hurt the person. My hisab is not right. If Allah Ta'ala were to take me to task, have I got appropriate answers? Have I got right answers? I can't sleep about that. As Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu he said one word that was inappropriate to Umar radiallahu And straight away he goes to ask the maaf. You understand that death and life, there is no certainty about it. I must get this sorted out. And I must get my audit right. The whole thing must be right. I can't be standing with my audits not being clear. It must be absolutely clear. If death strikes, then what? And then as Umar radiallahu was not prepared to give him a maaf at that time, later on he maafed after that. Then he goes straight to Rasulullah Ya Rasulullah, intercede on my behalf. Now that can only happen to the person if the akhirat is the main concern. If the akhirat is by the way, then we do things also by the way. I read my Quran Sharif today, I didn't read it, sorry, it's not a big, it's not a train smash. It's not a big deal. So if the akhirat is not the main thing. And in my understanding, the greatest struggle or the greatest work now we can do for ourselves is talk about the greatness of the Allah Ta'ala and talk about the importance of the hereafter. That's the best, best, biggest thing. 
Because that has left the life, the world and his attractions became the primary concern. You didn't go to work today. What's going to happen? How you run the house? You know, Namaz is in his place. But you didn't go to work. So that becomes such a big problem. But he didn't read his Namaz. Alright, my brother, my son is very good. Man. Just a little bit he must get his Namaz right. So Namaz is by the way. His akhlaq is by the way. He's looking after his eyes and tongue. That is by the way. Yes, he must be a money-making machine to be a man. That's not a man. That an animal does also. That same thing. He heaps up food, piles up. Animal does the same. Are we reducing mankind to such a low level? That's the first indication. The main figure is the hereafter. The second figure is that he's disinterested in his world and his comfort. Came, it came, it didn't come, it didn't come, all of those things. Didn't come today, tomorrow it'll come, tomorrow is another day. And he carries on. Shaddi ki naam gari. Didn't happen today, we didn't get biryani today. Inshallah, next month we'll eat. All of those things. It's not a train smash. I didn't eat this thing. You're not frowning at home and you're not shouting in the shop, in the business. You are, because it's a temporary thing. You know it's a temporary thing, so you're disinclined towards this world. And the third indication that your own cause is you are preparing for death before its arrival. Before it comes, then you're not saying, لَوْلَا أَخَّرْتَنِي إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ قَرِيبٍ فَأَصَّدَّقَ وَأَكُمْ مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ The whole address is made to Muslims. Look at the whole surah Munafiqun. Allah is addressing the Muslim. What is saying? Why don't you delay these things here? Don't make the sweep. Don't procrastinate. When death comes, Standing at your head side, and then you say, Allah, just pay me a few moments, and I can just round up my things. Don't let that happen. So this is the third indication that the person is on cause. One is, his most, his, his, the bulk of his interest is the hereafter. Major concerns are the hereafter. And the least of his concern is this world. And his whole focus, his whole effort, his drive is to prepare for the hereafter before its arrival.